Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. D'Amico Ryans is going to be interviewing with four different NFL teams for their head coaching open, uh, their vacancy, their opening. And one of the things you hear throughout the entirety of training camp and two-a-days and the preseason and the regular season, and then certainly it means the most in the postseason, is we are trying to limit outside distractions and noise. Limiting distractions. We don't want any distractions. No distractions, please. What could be more distracting than your defensive coordinator taking maybe a day to interview with four different NFL franchises? Like, that to me is worse than any picketing that could ever be going on outside of your stadium, if that's a level of distractions you'd like to illuminate. Like, what could be possibly more distracting than your defensive coordinator is distracted from the task at hand? Kyle Shanahan was asked about any advice for all the, you know... Interviews that D'Amico has in front of him this week. And I don't know if he was talking about distractions here, but here's what Kyle had to say about D'Amico Ryan's handling all these interviews while they're still in the playoffs. My advice is you just got to you gotta set that aside and to specific times that you are going to deal with it. It was very easy for me because at that time when we had the two seed, we had a bye week. So I was able to set aside, you know, we got three days off just in the building and I was able to set aside two days only for those interviews. So I knocked them all out then and everything after that was, there wasn't anything after that. Um, I completely shut it off and went right back to the playoffs. And the difference for D'Amico, that'll be similar to what McDaniel had to go through last year. We don't have that bye week, but I think he has a couple times set aside for Thursday and Friday, which he'll do two interviews, I believe, those two days um, with Denver and Houston. Then I think he'll plan on the other ones after. So Friday afternoons, we get some time off, so that shouldn't cut into anything. And usually on Thursdays, we, we finish a little bit earlier than we do on the other nights in the week, so it's a chance to do that Thursday night. So when you just set the, the time aside for that, it's a lot for D'Amico kind of to prepare for, but I think he is prepared for it. And uh, when you're done with those, you go right back to the most important thing at hand, and, and that's us finding a way to win the Sunday. Now, look, obviously Kyle is going to go ahead and support his guy and give him all the room that his his guy might need to become an NFL head coach one day that is life-changing money and it is a career-changing opportunity afforded to very few. So when you have the chance to chase that, you go chase it. But at the same time, Kyle is also lying through his teeth because preparing for the Dallas Cowboys is a while-you-are-awake-this-day job. No one leaves the facility during the postseason. No one goes home. Nobody has three hours unto themselves on a Friday afternoon because it was penciled in. That might have been penciled in for the players, but it was not penciled in for any coach to go ahead and, yes, think about another football team that has nothing to do with us beating the Dallas Cowboys. That is the lie that he's telling right there. And he's telling it on behalf of his guy and trying to make him look good. And and I get it. But 18-hour-a-day preparation for the Dallas Cowboys is the normal ask at this time of the year. 
I don't think 18 is the normal ask. I think you've got everything you're going to do that you're going to give the players in by Thursday because they don't really practice. They, 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 do they do a very casual walkthrough on Friday, and they don't really do anything on Saturday. So there are windows for him to do what I believe will be cursory interviews. You can talk to you can talk to a general manager for half an hour, forty five minutes, and then reschedule for something when the playoffs are over. You know, true, it it may diminish your chances of getting the job, but if they really like you, they'll wait. So I don't think it's going to be a matter of worrying about how much time he spends. And he also, unless I misunderstood, said he was going to do two interviews this week and the others later. So it's maybe not to- four. That's not four, technically. Yeah. So if he's only doing two, he can knock those off in an hour each and not impact any of prep any of the preparation. Because by Friday, everything you've told the players you want, they've learned or they've heard it. And you're not going to come up with some new brainstorm Friday night in bed. You know, everything that's done is done. By the way, I need to make an in-show adjustment. I can't believe you didn't jump on me to correct this. I said Dan Reeves as the great halftime adjuster. It's actually not who I was thinking of. It was Joe Gibbs. Well, okay. Joe I, mean, Gibbs. I thought you were talking about Dan Reeves when he was coaching the the uh, the Broncos. No, Joe Gibbs is who I meant because then I said he went on to NASCAR and that was Joe Gibbs. Well, that was Joe Gibbs. Well, I thought you switched switched gears in one of your occasional forays of freedom. There we go. Uh, you know, but results no, no, are not I did, guaranteed. Yeah, I don't think the the interview thing is a problem. I also don't think that he's a favorite for either of those jobs. No, but, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to blow those interviews out of the water yeah. in order to really be considered for them. And truthfully, if either of those owners is in a hurry to hire somebody, D'Amico Ryans isn't their guy anyway. Because they can't know this, but they have to assume that the 49ers are going to be playing a while longer. So if they want to talk to him now, knowing full well he can't really devote much time to their projects for another three three to four weeks... Um, they're either willing to wait because they really, really like him, in which case they'll interview him again, or they'll just move on. Peter King says that the NFL's got this interviewing process all screwed up and cockeyed, and they shouldn't do it like this, and I think I agree. All of the teams who have lost basically leaned on the NFL and said, you know, we want to be able to take care of our business before the middle of February. We want to get our coach hired so that we can start on preparation for next year. And look, I understand why they do that, but it is absolutely, totally, unequivocally unfair to the teams that employ them. No matter what you say, D'Amico Ryans is going to have his attention in two different places probably five different places this week. I just don't like it. It's not fair to the 49ers. And D'Amico Ryans is a great guy. He's an excellent coach. He deserves to be a head coach in the NFL. But all of this stuff should be handled uh, on February 15th. I mean, I agree. I agree. Why not just put a moratorium on any negotiations? All back channels are still open for business because that's how back channels work no matter what. And you just get guys being able to concentrate on the job at hand. Uh, the NFL owes it to itself to get it right. And they owe it to teams that are having success enough to be playoff teams 
to have all hands on deck as they prepare for playoff games. They also owe it to coaches with ambitions on good teams to give them an opportunity to enter the field. And it should be remembered that the owners don't take orders from the league. The league takes orders from the owners. And if you're an owner with a coaching vacancy, you're not going to pay attention to the league at all. You're going to say, well, okay, find me a hundred grand. I can take that out of the coffee money. You know, I mean, David Tepper's worth twelve billion. You think he's going to be, you know, he's dissuaded from talking to somebody, you know, over a hundred thousand dollar fine? No, he's not going to bother. No. So here's the thing: you cannot punish any NFL owner with a monetary fine. The money is so good. What you have to do is make it punitive to team building. You you lose draft picks, and they'll do it anyway because the Rams showed that you can win a Super Bowl by giving away draft picks. 49ers have chunked away draft picks. But there's a difference between giving away draft picks and trading them. There's a big difference. Okay, but if you're you're still getting a player into the room. If you're an owner and you want Sean Payton, you're hiring him, telling him, okay, you have one less draft pick because I'm talking to you. Fix that. And here's $20 million. There isn't a price you can put on a billionaire with a hankering to do a job. No, but I'm saying that there could be a punitive, damaging enough penalty that comes along with you skirting the rule book that would at least allow you to think twice. There's no NFL owner who would need like a, a talking to if you told them that Hey, you know, if you you jeopardize the first four rounds of this draft, the first four picks of this draft could disintegrate if you if you approach this guy before Friday afternoon at three o'clock. But after at three o one on Friday, we can talk to him and lose no draft picks. So let's just wait. Then we'll talk to his agent again. Back channels are always open. Well, then, well, then the back channels make make the rule meaningless. Because if you could still contact the coach through his agent, you're getting done what you need to get done. Right. But all rules are meaningless and you're a cynic and you should understand that. Well, that's my point. It just, whether you put a rule in or not, business is going to get done. So with all due respect to Peter, who's right in the fairness issue, uh, the fact is the NFL is not about fair. And the NFL is not about we have to protect the good teams. Their, Their theory is, no, we have to protect the owners. And if the owner wants to do business the day after his season ends, the owner's going to do business. Because that's what the NFL is. It's a cartel of 32 billionaires who get to tell the league what they're going to do. Well, and, you know, somebody here on the Xfinity mobile text line says, look, you know, the 49ers waited for Kyle in 2017. Sometimes waiting is worth it. But as Kyle just told you. They were the two seed, which came with the bye week, which gave them an opportunity to sit down and not finalize anything with Kyle, but open up negotiations. And basically, Kyle starts looking around at the landscape and he's like, yeah, there's no team that makes more sense for me to join. And if they're basically giving me the right of first refusal until my Super Bowl run with the Falcons is over, I'm going to take that. I mean, there, it was a different format, which allowed what felt like, uh, well, the Niners didn't even approach Kyle Shanahan until the Super Bowl was over. No, they had a handshake deal before that Super Bowl even started. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the other point. Is that The assumption is that an assistant coach being approached by another team for an hour-long Zoom interview 
is suddenly going to become so flummoxed that he fails to do his job. And I think that's naive. I think coaches know how to manage time. That's how they got to the position they're in now. I don't think D'Amico Ryans is going to be impacted by talking to the Denver Broncos and the Houston Texans for a moment. And if they give up 45 points on Sunday, I don't think it's going to be because D'Amico Ryans forgot what team he works for. Uh, somebody here says, uh, oh, it's Zucci, uh, Zucci Main who says, Damon, you know, your, your, your Joe Gibbs mistake, you want to blame that on the stroke? Absolutely. Every mistake that happens on this show that isn't Ray's fault is the stroke's fault. I'm mistake-free, but the stroke sometimes makes them occur within me. So it's the stroke's fault. I don't make mistakes. The stroke made me make the mistake, unless it was Ray's mistake, in which case he would never admit to such thing. We'd have to drag it out of him. Nah, I just wouldn't care. Well, there's that, too. There's I'll, bl- I'll blame my mistakes on your stroke. Well, I'm surprised you haven't gone away with it. Well, I mostly because I have Lucas. You can also always turn around and blame things. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's see, that's the key to adult living. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.